And we're coming in hot, brother, brother. We're coming in synchronized. We're coming synchronized. In. Going over the interwebs. I probably should ask you this before we started, but how do I sound okay on your end? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. We probably we might have to use yours then, because you don't sound as great on my end. I figured. My computer has awful audio quality. The microphone sucks. Okay. And I'm trying so to keep quiet. We'll I'm trying to keep quiet because Lou's asleep. Sure, okay. So we'll probably use your end. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, your, your boys are coming in. We're working so hard on this podcast. We're doing one over uh over over the interwebs mm-hmm. uh that's how hard we work for you people mm-hmm. um really we work too hard for me it's really i'm the only one that listens to this podcast. It's, it's really for us yeah mm-hmm. um so sakura genesis brother how did you what did you think of this show when you saw suzuki really wants to kill naito yes that's he does all, that's all i get out of this yeah he really yeah, does that's it were you able to now? I I was lucky enough to be able to watch the uh, the promos uh, translate to English. Mm-hmm. Were you able to catch those? Yeah, I was able to catch it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome. I love Suzuki's promo in the bat. If you're able, if to able oh, to yeah, watch, fucking great. <laughs> he calls yeah. him a scumbag. He calls him a liar. Yeah, he's like a fortune teller. He'll tell you whatever you want to hear because because that's what he does. Naito's like, relax. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all he did. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, if you really want the more mad, just tell him to calm down. Yeah. Because that's what Minoru. It's funny because it's like, yeah, Minoru Suzuki is so easy a person to read. The problem is that like nobody would ever mess with him because he would murder them. Yeah, Naito doesn't care about that. Yeah, doesn't care about his life. So yeah, he doesn't mind agitating an 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 inhuman sociopath. Yeah, how how could you? Because you're also a sociopath. You don't have a fear response. So I'm not. Naito's like, I'm not scared of you because I can't feel fear. Right. Like, I love the dynamic of Naito. It's like the old joke of like, the masochist tells the sadist, "Hit me." And the sadist goes, no. <laughs> like, everything in the Suzuki's heart wants to punch Naito, but Naito lying on the ground in front of him, like, Suzuki knows, like, I can't hit you because that's what you want. So I have to not hit you. That's the only way I can inflict pain on you <laughs> is to not give you the pain that I want to give you. But Naito's like, I don't actually want to feel pain. I don't actually care about pain. <laughs> yeah. Naito's like, I'm kind of good with either. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's like such a little... He's so lackadaisical. It's, it makes Minoru Suzuki insane to see someone without a care in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even want the title. He told him. He's like, I don't care about the title. I don't care, but it's your treasure, huh? Well, maybe I'll take it. Who knows? Yeah. It was cooler when I threw it around. Yeah. <laughs> that made him so mad. That made Suzuki pretty mad, yeah. He was, he was like, so, he was so upset. Threw a table at a young boy. I love the I love him beating up a young boy because he can't beat up Nino. He can't beat up Nino. <laughs> he doesn't want to beat up Nino. So he's gonna beat up a young boy for no reason. No. no uh, yeah, no, the interactions are great. There's a whole LJ Suzuki feud going on because we got the um KES <laughs> going after Evil and Sonata. Mm-hmm. And we got um I know 
renewing a spark that you've always wanted. No, I'm just kidding. I know you're not big into KES. Um, and we've got the juniors. We got what is it? A Hiromu and Bushi against the uh, D- Dusby and uh, Kanemaru. So. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Which is like. I forget that Dusby and Kanemaru are the champions. Yeah, I forget that they're the champions. I feel, it still feels like Rapungi 3K should be the champions, but I guess. I mean, they're the champions in my mind. They never lost the title. But... Yeah. I just well, they hit, the pin, they hit the pinfall in, the, in their match here. This match was kind of just okay. Yeah. Um, this is kind of um, – I'll say this was a, this was a three-match show, really. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. That's why I didn't, I didn't watch most of the card because I was like, I don't care about this. Yeah, the last three matches are all you should are all worth watching. But then um, yeah. I would say, yeah, of the undercard. I mean, this yeah, there's there was Taguchi Japan's always fun. But this is not even my favorite members of Taguchi Japan, Elgin and Makabe. Mm-hmm. They're not as fun as like a Juice or like a yeah, it's not even as like fun. Nakanishi is more fun. Or Taguchi, <laughs> Taguchi himself is just fun. Or ACH. Or ACH, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, I thought that you know it was, was kind of neat the um, Finley Tanahashi and Juice against Chaos, where all the baby faces where not only did Juice hit Goto with the um, Pulp Friction, but Finley caught Jay White with a stunner mm. for the first time, and uh, yeah. so that was interesting. It's and the most interesting day Finley's been in a while. Yeah, the, it's the most they've ever given him. Which is good. I think that match will be really good. Yeah, I mean, Finley's not going over, but yeah, maybe, maybe they'll make him in in loss the way they made Juice. That's what I see. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. As Juice is moving up, it's maybe Finley could be the new Juice. Yeah, That'd be, if Juice becomes the new, I don't know what. Like he's moving up the car. I mean, I think Juice should win that new title. By the way, oh well, yeah, Goto is just like look. I love Goto, but what the fuck. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> the never title is like no one is, is a nobody cares title. It's a title for what nobody cares. But if Juice had it, it would be more fun. Oh yeah, Juice is fun right now. Maybe that could be like the fun bullshit title. Hey Wendy. Hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Ah, uh, she's adorable. Ah, oh, Wendy finally made the podcast. Finally, Wendy. Wendy's on the. Wendy made the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we. Uh, so yeah, let's get into the meeting. Oh, go, the young bucks were in the opener, which I thought was pretty funny right. that they made a vent in, in in Long Beach, and now they they're in the opener here, fighting the Bullet Club. There was nothing really much to the match, though. No, that's right. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, I like I liked it. It was fun. Um, yeah. I you know I still want Chase to do more stuff. But we'll see. If Juice wins that never title, maybe Chase can get a crack at it. That'd be cool. Um, wishful thinking on my part. So okay, we gotta talk about these last matches though. Osprey versus Skrull. Did you? you, you did you? This was fucking nuts. Sorry, can Wendy hear me through this? Or you have the yeah, no, I can hear. Like, uh, well, you... could Wendy hear me? No, Wendy can't hear you. She can hear me. Yeah, she can hear my replies to you. you okay, cool. So I'm going to curse. This match was fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, man. You think, like, 
because I've seen these guys wrestle in almost any every permutation. Right. They have wrestled like in death and taxes and squirrel beats Osprey. As we yeah, are. and I'm amazing. We're able to pull off something good. Yeah, me too. This match was so. See, that's the thing. As some, I agree. We've both watched them wrestle everywhere. Yeah, we've right? been watching them. I don't know. I've been watching. When did we start watching Progress? I know you watched earlier than I did. Uh, a little bit, sure. I mean, I got in on that free show they put up on YouTube, right? Yeah. The show where Havoc said he was going to cut off Will's fucking head. There or his go. fingers um, or whatever. Uh, I think the, the fingers was first. The head was later. By that point, you were watching. <laughs> um, yeah, by that point, you were watching. I'm going to say that's 2014, 15, 14, I think. Yeah, so we've been watching them for a while. Like, wrestle. The first Super Strong Style 2015, I think, and that's when Osprey won. Yeah. And by that point, we were both watching. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, the, yeah. So, we saw Skrull beat Osprey for the Progress title. Mm-hmm. In 2016, he had like a amazing match in Rev Pro for the number one contendership, where Skrull beat him again. Uh, Skrull beat him for the ROH TV title, another awesome match. He beat him on uh, Defiance, yep. <laughs> um, formerly known as uh, Who Cares? Uh, <laughs> who Cares Wrestling? Yeah. Um, he beat him he, in New Japan, he beat him for the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he beat him. He's beat him up and down the uh, fucking everywhere. Yeah. Beat oh, PWG, the the finals of Bola. He beat he beat Osprey again. And so they've had they've always had the different a different match each time, each going out. They right. had like, something new they added to it. And this match felt like this match was so different than all of them, which was absolutely. Nuts. Yeah, they were like they stepped it up. They stepped it up in terms of violence, like how. Impact when they were, they were not fucking. Them. Yeah, the like the, the high impact moves were like that was really the focus here. Yeah, definitely. Whereas the, their other matches were they would be like more about really in depth like sequences. Mm-hmm. They would do really complicated and long sequences and stuff. And here it was like big move, and then another big move. Osprey kind but of they, killed, yeah, really kill squirrel with a fucking car driver to the apron. Right. And and Osprey selling his neck while on offense the whole time. I thought he mm-hmm. did a really great job of that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, things like the Spanish fly to the floor, the fucking... Like, scroll hit him with like a, a snapmare driver, yeah. I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of crazy fucking... Osprey getting busted open on the Spanish fly and then Still fighting. This was something else. I don't know. It's between this and the Rev Pro match for me, for my favorite match they've ever had. I the mean, match was also really good. Fuck. I can't say. Really good, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, and I here's the thing. I was kind of like sleeping on this because I was like, I've seen them. Right. I kind of was too. Even though I, I was like, this will be great, but like we have, I have seen it. Yeah, we've seen. We've seen the New Japan fans haven't. You know, like the yeah, actual Japanese yeah. fans. No, but this one there was like, yeah, well, like they're gonna get, it, they're gonna get it the way they always do it, and then bugger off to the main event. Uh, but this one was like, well, we're trying to steal the show, right? Young Master, young Master Will trying to prove once again he's the greatest junior heavyweight of all time. Yeah, yeah, this is something else. Uh, so one thing to note here: this match went thirty minutes, thirty minutes and forty-four seconds, and I, I don't have any research in front of me, but I would wager. It is the longest junior heavyweight title match 
I mean, the last five years, at least, I, I would yeah. say. I would mm-hmm. have to get – I mean, the junior heavyweights, like, even when Kushida main evented, I don't think he had a 30-minute. No, it was like 20, 25. Yeah, like 20, 25 max, really. I mean, yeah. I think the best of the Super Juniors final usually goes 30. Mm-hmm. I think Kushida's got 30 in, like, the, the Super Juniors finals. But, like, an actual junior title match on a – which is still a, not a main event. It was third from the top. Yeah. I don't think it's ever gone 30. This match went 30, which that really – I mean, that speaks a lot to – um. They like Will as yes. a junior champion. Yeah, like they totally. They really like Will as a junior champion. And when they, Will told them, hey, me and Marty, we need time for this, Gato fucking said, all right, sure. <laughs> yeah, we really like you. Yeah, we they trust him. It's almost like they like they like him beyond him being a gaijin wrestler. Like they see something like way special. They look at him almost like he's Kenny, which is like you're yeah. almost not a gaijin to have. So. Right. I mean, I'm, this makes me think about what um, Okada said after he wrestled Osprey when he said, uh, "As long as Osprey's around, New Japan will be fine." Like I almost like think are they grooming him to be the, the next the guy? Act? The next, the next That's like insane to think about, but like, would are they? Because they don't groom Gaijin's to be the ace of their company. I mean, we see like even someone like Kenny, the ceiling he's hit yeah, is number yeah. three. <laughs> now, granted, he's in a he's in a it, stacked era, but he's he still number three. He's interchangeable three. Two, he's interchangeable two, three, and Naito. Like him and Naito. Right. He's he's five. three in Japan, but two in America. Yeah. Right. But Okada's still always one. Yeah. No, Okada's always one. Is okay, can we say this? Is 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 Kenny two B then? Well or yeah. Can we yeah. say Kenny are two A and two B. Yeah, I think Kenny's yeah, it's two A and two B, like Naito's two A, Kenny's two B. And they they swap right. out. Right. It's like, yeah, like because Naito, that's the thing, dude. Yeah, Naito yeah. and Kenny can't work <laughs> can't work can't both work Okada at the same time. Not until they do right. a triple threat. Right, which I don't think they'll do. I mean, it's ghetto. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, they might just I don't do, want it. Them to do a triple threat until they might throw uh, it as a curve. They might just do it one off as a curveball just to fuck with us. That would be like the biggest triple threat fucking ever. And I don't I mean, know. Imagine the G one with both. When would you do it? When would you even do that? Like at a Dominion? You would do it at Dominion. It would be craziness if they did it at a Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want them to do it at Wrestle Kingdom. I like the singles match. I mean, I get it. But like, it would imagine, be different. Imagine, the, G, imagine the story of like a G one where both Naito and Omega win the fight. But isn't there no time limit, or is there a time? There's limit? no time limit. Draw. It's, it's just they both do the double pinfall. Or maybe one of them wins, and then for, for the briefcase, they do a double yeah. pinfall. For the briefcase, they do a double pinfall. They both got the title shot. Right. Oh, like they do something like Omega beats Naito during the G1. Yeah. And then so the, the King of Pro Wrestling, for the briefcase, they have a 60-minute whatever. Uh, a 60-minute, like, a, a but it's a double it's a double victory. Or double penfall. Double penfall. Or double KO if you want to like. Right. They did do a double KO once with Goto and Shibata. That was a thing they did. But Goto and Shibata... Their styles make more sense for a double KO finish because <laughs> they're fucking crazy. Yeah, but a I double mean, pinfall would work for 
Can you think about it? I can imagine Omega and Naito doing a crazy spot, like a double count out, like a, like we're, but like a crazy like fucking one winged angel off the stage through a table where like they're both dead, mm, like the no contest spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like, oh, we think, need, yeah, we need a we need a victor. So this will never happen. So, but I like that we're like fantasizing this because I think the one. You know, Gato likes to break tradition, but I don't think he's going to break the singles match at Wrestle Kingdom tradition. But that would be a cool way to do it. I mean, yeah. Um, that all being said, um, uh, did you see Skrull's interview after this match? No, I didn't. It was interesting. He was like, you know, he said basically, there's this whole thing about the juniors trying to graduate to the heavyweight division. I did quotes for the listeners. Trying to graduate to the heavyweight division. And he's like, that's a bunch of bullshit. I'm glad to be a junior. And what, like, this whole idea of like, juniors being limited is nonsense. And I, you know, I don't, it's, and, then he's, he's, uh, and then he's like, I'm going to go beat up Dalton Castle for the round of title. And then he, then he fucked off. <laughs> that is a nice way of, of Marty saying, I'm not gaining weight. That's <laughs> true. I'm not. The way I have oh. to eat. Yeah. And then Osprey challenged Kushida, somebody who I want to go to the heavyweight division because even as a champion, Kushida has to be challenged. You yeah, that's the thing. Challenged. Yeah, because Kushida's still the ace until Osprey beats him again. Even yeah, Osprey exactly. basically said that he's like, even though I'm the champion, you're still the ace until I beat you again, one on one. That's the thing. Osprey won the four way, and now he has yeah. to beat everybody one on one who was in the four way. And then also beat Liger and the, the Rey Mysterio on top. Yes, so that's he what to- he has to do. He's got to be the guy. So, he has to kill his competition and then kill all the legends that influenced him. It's true. Yeah. Before he goes, before he goes up and wrestles Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. See, that's something. Is I just I've always been thinking Osprey was gonna leave for WWE, but it doesn't seem like he is. That now. So maybe it's not a bad idea for Ghetto to try to make him not necessarily the ace, but like. If he's the next Kenny Omega, that's pretty good too. I mean, being the next Kenny Omega is actually a really good thing for Will Ospreay. It actually means that he has a lot more freedom in in to reach out a, a, a spectrum of wrestling that other people don't. Right. Like, and I think Osprey likes having the freedom that New Japan. I mean, he just literally was like, "Hey, can me and Marty go thirty? And he just got to have a, his match with Marty, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, and he gets to wrestle like guys like Kushida, and he knows if he goes heavyweight, he sees the people he can wrestle once he does that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Kenny, Osprey versus versus Kota Ibushi. I mean, if they don't do that at some point, I don't fucking know what to tell you. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he sees like you know his 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 compatriots, Zack Saber, main eventing this show. Yeah, for and, so you know, Zack Saber is uh, a monster, the beast. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that, though, let's get to this Golden Lovers tag match. Okay, um, I just want to say, right? Maybe the fact that I don't care about the Golden Lovers is affecting me. How could you not? What are you talking about? Here's the thing: because my favorite storyline is a new, about musical. It's because the Golden Lovers storyline is about love, and I have no place for that. <laughs> you're just, you're just the worst. No you're place just... for that. I have no place for that in my storytelling. My favorite, story, my favorite story is Naito and Suzuki because those are two men incapable of loving anyone. 
Oh my god. I only react to stories about revenge <laughs> and hate. And so okay, it's right. sociopathy. Yeah. Uh, okay, listen. About in my wrestling. <laughs> the scary thing is, I don't know if this is a work. Uh, <laughs> it feels I like mean, a shoot. I feel like I have the amount of love I need, and I don't need it in my wrestling. <laughs> What the fuck? Okay. That's uh <laughs> that's absolutely fucking crazy, but okay, I will accept it because I'm your friend. Uh that being said, were you how about this? Were you excited to see the lovers be destroyed then here? Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was a fun love thing. today love was vanquished. Did that yeah. make you happy? <laughs> a little bit. But are they truly vanquished? I don't think no, so. No, they're not. They're going to come back and kill Cody and Hangman at some point. Yeah, but um, I'm, amazed. I'm surprised they got that victory. I'm surprised that Cody didn't eat this this loss before ROH. Well, you know, I was thinking that because they both have, they have the singles matches at Ring of Honor and because I think Cody needs to get some wins, I wasn't actually surprised. This actually was the finish that I expected. Hmm. Because the thing is, I don't think he's going to beat Coda and Kenny straight up. But, like, he can, like, schoolboy them and pull the tights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Cody still has to get something on. He has to get some heat on them. True. But I wasn't surprised, actually. This is actually the, the finish I expected. Which really tells you that me and Ghetto are really on the same wavelength. Yeah. And I mean, that Kenny doesn't pay yeah. me enough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> clearly, you should be assistant bucking this, the territory. Give me the book, Ghetto. Come on. Jado. You don't need Jado. Your oldest friend, give me the book. Wait, does Jado help out with the book now? Right? Yeah, he he does whatever. You know what Jado does? All the shit that you don't like is what Jado does. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> Whenever you're Jado, like, yeah, every time why is KS? Yeah, yeah. Why is Toriano getting pushed? Why is KS in the tag team tag title scene? Blame Jado for all that. I, um, I got it. I don't, oh, he's kind of nice over, but Evil looked good. I, I'm glad to see him oh, back. Yeah, fucking Evil is great. He looked good. He ate that pinfall like a like a fucking mm-hmm. champion. Hold him back, evil. Take these guys' move. <laughs> oh, the tag title does not matter. Really well, doesn't. I think the tag titles this year will be more fun than in past years because we have the Golden Lovers and the Young Bucks in heavyweight division. Which we, we shouldn't forget, the Young Bucks are heavyweights now. That's yeah, not just a one off. So uh, yeah, um, they're big life. Yeah. Also, heavyweight Trent and Chuck Chucky T is uh, mm, least chaos chaos member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's in chaos, but people act he's like he's not in chaos. He's in chaos. He's definitely in chaos. Have you noticed, by the way, since Okada has been teaming up with Chuck, that he's become just a fucking ridiculous goofball idiot? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a bigger goofball idiot now. There was, oh, what was the tag match where it was like him and Chuck against? Um, Lij, I want to say, mm-hmm. and he just, he gave Sonata a crossbody while singing Scooby Dooby Doo. As he was flying through the air, he just yells Scooby Dooby Doo as he gives Sonata a crossbody. He's trying to pop the champion. <laughs> I think he's just. A, I think Chucky's just rubbed off on him, making him a fuck an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Just... Well, look, everyone loves Lil Kazu. Oh, who doesn't love Lil Kazu? Yeah. Everyone loves Lil Kazu Chan. Yeah, I I think he and Trent and Chuck get along really well. Oh, for sure, yeah. They, and I feel like because Kazu, Kazu has a very stupid sense of humor. 
He does. He really yeah. does have kind of really dumb senses. What's that? Kazu apparently got along with the Bucks, even like you know when he called them in yeah. to, uh, to New Japan back from when they were in TNA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course that makes sense. Like you see the Chico documentary, the right. Chico the Luchador. Of course, <laughs> you, see, you see his dumb sense of humor. The legendary Chico the Luchador. <laughs> Super over. You know, I've never seen Chico Luchador and Rocky Romero in the same room. Real weird. Mm. Yeah, the, probably the same reason we've never seen Sami Zayn and El Generico in the same room. They're both very busy guys. Yeah, because they're both a little busy. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, I, have seen, I have seen Christopher Daniels and Curry Man in the same room. That's true, I have. It's weird yeah. how that's happened, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was, a, this was a really good tag match, though. I thought... Uh, Cody got busted open, so we got two matches here in a row. Yeah, he got color. Color. I think Kenny literally just hit him with the knee. I think the knee just... Yeah. looked like he, a V-trigger got him. He caught, instead of catching him with the shin, he caught him with the, with the bone of the, with the kneecap. Right, yeah. Which, uh... You happens. Know, happens. It does, it happens. yeah. It happens sometimes. It does. Cody didn't seem to... Mar- I mean, you know... Oh, my God. Did you see him destroy fucking... Who was it? Dis- Disco? John Farrell. Yeah. Jesus, that was a fucking burial. <laughs> I've never seen someone get so buried on Twitter. Don't open your mouth. Don't, you don't have to have an opinion. You don't have to have an opinion. I felt so bad like when I read I was like, because I didn't agree with Disco, but man, do you really deserve all that? I mean, it was all true. That was I mean, to be fair, he hates women, so fuck him. Oh, is he a dick? I don't know. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't follow he, him on Twitter. He I don't know. buried women's wrestling, so he could eat a dick. Oh, right, he did. Yeah, I guess fuck him forever. You're right. Yeah, fuck him forever. I forgot yeah. that that was him. <laughs> I forgot that that was him. Yeah. Like, you don't need to have an opinion. You don't need to, like, you can think an opinion and not express it. But I have a Twitter, so everyone must know that I'm right. Look, I look as a guy who expresses all of my opinions. You are getting a sliver of my thoughts, <laughs> which that's really the scary thing about you. Yeah, <laughs> the things I choose to express. Yeah, the worst things. Yeah, imagine what's underneath that sea. Yeah, in of my mind, the black. I like waters. to think. I like to think uh, a lot of uh, a lot a lot just. <laughs> A lot of dead unicorns. It's just all, it's all black. Just everything black. pretty is just buried and dead in you. Thousands, just thousands of bodies, just all singing at once. Yeah. Just a chorus of, of, of angel skeletons. Yeah. Ho- hoping for freedom. They will, will never die. <laughs> so yeah, I guess fuck this Inferno forever. Um, oh. So, uh, Oh, the other thing. Oh, yeah. So uh, I thought Paige looked really good in this match. So yeah, yeah. Paige is uh is looking really amazing. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, still Adam Page though. So like he is still Adam Page. Yeah, or Hangman. Yeah. I guess. He's still I guess he's, Page. he's. Yeah. Well, whatever. I still, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna go on the tyrant again, but he's not underrated. He's no. uh, <laughs> he's exactly where he should be, which is uh, there. That's that's. Yeah. Right. He's the sixth guy in the elite. Just fine. He's Tully Blanchard. Okay. I wish yeah. I was Tully Blanchard. That's, yeah. I wish I was Orrin Anderson. Are you kidding me? It's <laughs> fine. It's fine to be Orrin Anderson sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I can't wait for... um. Go ahead. Sorry. It's fine to be Steve Mongol Luke Michaels. It's fine. Right. I mean, it's yeah. not 
trying to be Steve Mongol McMichaels. Don't don't be Steve Mongol McMichaels if you can. Yeah, but it's it's but you know the world needs Hangman Pages. Yeah. To to drink piss and get flipped by Joey Ryan's dick. Yeah. It, Which, yeah. by the way, I can't. That's why the tag match I'm looking forward to the most at All In is Hangman and his dick against Joey Ryan. Ryan and, and, and at the end, I think Hangman's gonna learn that he's he needs Joey Ryan to sign his dick with his dick. Yep. I think Hangman's dick is evil. Is, is he, evil? It's evil. He's gonna kill Joey Ryan. Well, I mean, isn't everything evil? Everything is evil. Yeah. I've been glad, but, you know, things haven't been evil for a little while. <laughs> now everything's evil again. I like to think while evil was injured, like, things weren't evil. And, like, now that he's back, they are again. <laughs> he's rehabbing his shoulder. He's like, can't wait to get back in, make everything evil can't again. Can't wait everything to be evil again. <laughs> he sees a butterfly landing on his windowsill and he just frowns. <laughs> Soon I'll make you evil. <laughs> Soon that butterfly is going to be evil. Like, as he leaves the hospital, like, the butterfly is fucking eaten by a squirrel or something. Like, <laughs> and squirrels don't even eat butterflies. That's what he did. He corrupted the nature. He fucking made it. He leaves the hospital, the squirrel eats the butterfly, then goes home and shoots his own family. Yeah, goes home, shoots his squirrel family to death, then shoots himself. In their blood. In their... cops shows up and plants coke on the squirrel. To make it look like a cover up. It's just everything about it's fucked up. And then the squirrel cop goes home and beats his squirrel wife. <laughs> yep, everything is evil. <laughs> the evil goes like, yeah, I did all that. He just goes home and like, yeah, I did all that. That's a, that should be his entrance. His entrance video should be that. <laughs> God damn it. Alright. Oh, fuck. Alright, so that the Golden Lovers kind of a minor setback, but I'm sure they'll be back in full strength. Yeah. Do you expect them to sweep Cody and Hangman at Ring of Honor? Okay, here's what I'm thinking. Right. Kenny beats Cody, but Kenny gives up leadership of the Bullet Club anyway. Right, because it's weird that like he's still the leader, but mm-hmm. like Coda is not in the Bullet Club, and that's like his boyfriend. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so. maybe Kenny goes like, you know what? You want the Bullet Club so bad? Here. Yeah. Well, the, the, this oh, we should talk about being the elite uh, this week because. Uh, I love this episode because you know what? I it really is. It's so obvious when you see it outside of WWE, but it's just nice to have baby faces that aren't fucking idiots. Mm. You know, like if this was WWE, Nick Jackson, like Cody would have been like, "Hey, Nick, you should go singles," and Nick would have been like, "Oh, okay, yeah, totally." And then he just like turns on his brother like a fucking idiot. But in being the elite, he's like, "Uh, yeah, I think I'm being manipulated." <laughs> You know, yeah. like someone with a brain would do. Yeah. That, that happened like with Adam Page, right? Where he was like, I'm being manipulated. And he was right. Like, but Cody's manipulation works on Adam Page because 
Adam Page has been the overlook guy in the Bullet Club, and Cody has been the one to warm up to him. So it actually yes. makes sense. Um, yes. And Cody, uh, so that's why Hangman is Cody's number one guy. And like, also, I love how in the Golden Lovers match, he kept saving him. And was like his like his bodyguard basically. I mean, because Adam Page needs Cody to get that precious precious booking. Right, right. He wouldn't be wrestling the Golden Lovers without Cody. Cody yeah. opened those doors for him. He needs that opportunity. And no, Adam Page isn't stupid. He knows that by siding with Cody over Kenny, like he's definitely drawing a line. Yeah, but he but definitely gets more out of siding with Cody. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's being dumb. He's just doing the right, the right thing for his own character. Yeah. And in WWE, he would just be a nameless lackey who does anything Cody tells him. Mm-hmm. Because. Yeah. And when, when, Well, that's the thing. In WWE, you're not, you're not supposed to care about their perspective. You're not supposed you to care about, about Roman Reigns' perspective? What's that? You're not supposed to care about friendship. Like, friendships don't well, that's, matter. Well, that's, that's also true. But you only like that's the thing. Be, there's only like four. You only care about the McMahon's perspective, uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena's and the Undertaker, and that's it. And Braun Strowman, else, of course. Perspective matters. Who? And Braun Strowman, of course. Yeah, Braun Strowman. Now that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, the funnest job in wrestling has to be writing for Braun Strowman. Probably. <laughs> I mean, Brain Strowman is the greatest thing Raw has ever done. Wait, 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 did this happen yesterday? I didn't see Raw. It happened yesterday. Oh, the bar so. challenged Braun Strowman to find a tag team partner. Braun Strowman went like, I got one. Brain Strowman. And he came out wearing glasses and a, and a white shirt. <laughs> and beat up the bar. And Brain Strowman, his geeky younger brother. Okay. It's the greatest, it's like the greatest SNL sketch. You've ever you know, it's so funny. It's like when Samoa Joe was in a, was was around. It's like every like the only thing on Raw worth watching when he was there was Samoa Joe. Yeah. yeah. But since he's been gone, like the only thing ever worth watching on Raw is Braun Strowman segments. <laughs> he's like the greatest thing on the show by him. Like imagine Raw without Braun Strowman for like the last six months. Boy, garbage. Oh my god. I can't wait till Joe is back. The Raw might actually be worth watching with Joe and Braun on the same show. <laughs> Knowing Raw, they wouldn't have space for both. both <laughs> yeah, they'd only do once a week, yeah. They'd only do one good segment a week. That Braun Strowman Elias feud is like the greatest Elias feud by a mile. You know what, you know what it is? It's because Braun Strowman is a character sketch. It's a sketch. It's a SNL comedy sketch. Right. Right. But with Braun Strowman, the wrestler. But he's also a protected character, which is very important. Yeah. But I mean, he's like almost too protected at times. Well, the thing, <laughs> he's the most protected guy in a world where Roman has to be the most protected guy. So that's the always going to be the, the, the tragedy of it, but whatever. But he's still protected enough that like you watch his segments because you know he, he's a character that who matters. Anyway, yo, let's get to this fucking main event really quick because yeah, yeah, this, main is, uh, this shit was fire. fucking fire. Sorry yeah. if I yelled. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kazuchika Okada. This match went 34 minutes, 58 seconds. 
Uh, I gave this five stars. I thought it was fucking perfect. Oh, I don't yeah, know what man. else to say. It's five stars. It's the best Zack Sabre match I've ever seen. I agree. And um, I have seen him wrestle Tyler Bate. That's how good right. Okada is. I've seen Sabre versus Roddy had some amazing matches in 2016. Yep. There's an uh, Evolve. Actually, you know, if the people listening, there's an Evolve match, which they put up on their website. Zack Sabre versus Roddy from Evolve 45, which is fucking awesome. This match was better than that. <laughs> uh, uh, Zack Sabre versus Volter both times. Oh, right. Yeah, both of those. PWG and in uh, Evolve. Yeah. Both awesome. Zack Sabre versus Keith Lee. Zack Sabre versus Neville. Zack Sabre and Mighty Skrull. Zack Sabre and Kicking Havoc. Which Zack Sabre and Will Ospreay. Zack Sabre and Will Ospreay. Right. Oh, and the Rev Pro match last year that was damn near five. I went on that. Yeah. Like... From a career of amazing matches, this is his best match. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's interesting because going into it, I saw some people who were a little concerned that the styles might not mesh because, like, a lot of people were very critical of Okada's um, mat work, which to which I would say he doesn't really do mat work. He does. It's not his strongest. It's not his strongest suit. It's no. not what he's known for. No, he's not at all. Does I mean he's he's been adding he's been trying to work up towards doing more mat stuff. Well, he does lucha he does lucha submission style. True. Which was interesting. Which he did here a little bit. Yeah, true, true. I mean, you got that from working with Naito, which right. is always fun to see Okada pulling from his enemies. Right. Because it seems like every enemy he faces sort of teaches him something to use down the road against someone. Yeah, he does a little bit of that Kirby thing. Yeah, you take yeah. you take Tana, like Tanahashi, you learn from you wrestle Naito, and you learn what Tanahashi did to use against Naito. Well, what should be what I love about Okada's story is okay when he finally came Tanahashi at the Dome, Wrestle Kingdom ten, the technique he used was the the wrist clutch, which was like one of the greatest moments ever when uh, he went to Rainmaker Tanahashi and he, Tanahashi slapped him. And he wouldn't let go of the wrist. And then he killed Tanahashi dead. And since then, that's been his go-to move. Yeah. Maintaining wrist control. And since he's been doing that, he's been basically unbeatable. <laughs> yeah, that's... But, Nobody yeah. can figure out the Okada wrist clutch technique. It's like fucking... Said, uh, like, Naito thought he figured it out. Well, right. Everybody who's, any, who's like, really, like, the top-line guys think they can figure it out. Yeah. But, it's, figure it. but like... Why are you even bother having a wrist clutch battle when you're Zack Sabre Jr.? You could tie him in a Gordian knot. Right. Well, that's what made this match so interesting. I thought Kevin Kelly did a great job, too, on commentary, pointing out how Sabre showed that he could beat anybody. Yeah. He beat a who's who of New Japan talent. He beat everyone except Kenny, basically. He beat, like, all the other top guys. And, yeah, I thought, yeah, this is just a beautiful... All the counters to the Rainmaker, like... I felt, this match felt like they had so many great ideas, and it was just a joy to watch them implement them. Really, yeah. like I don't think they were the misstep in this match. I can't think of anything. I can't that think of like, the drop kick into the STF was so I popped so huge. The, the elbow into the armbar. Yeah, the elbow into the armbar. Basically, every Rainmaker reversal was like breathtaking. It was like. Saber, yeah, the Saber was like on and another even, level. Even the red ink, which is usually not the like, they really, uh, Cotter really tries to make that a thing, and it's like I don't think the red ink is ever going to catch. No, 
Yeah, even it was that a Cobra was like, clutch, though. Like every time I went for the Cobra Clutch, Saber reversed like immediately. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, he's not Naito. He's not gonna catch. He's not Naito. No, Naito's not. Yeah, Naito's not gonna. Naito's gonna eat that red ink, but not Saber. No. Yeah, Saber just. Uh, yeah, I, this is a work of art. Uh, okay. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you know what I would love to see uh, for the Tanahashi match. She could pull this off, maybe. He beat Tanashi with the clover leaf. That would be insane if that happened. He would oh, be. he used the clover leaf in this match, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I mean, yeah, fucking yeah. Yeah. For like a little bit. Like, Saber reversed it pretty quick. But imagine you beat Tanahashi with the clover leaf? I can't imagine that. I'm being honest with you. Dude. I can't I can't imagine to it. To smash the record? <laughs> that would be fucking insane. That'd but be that, insane. That, that has to be Tanahashi's retirement match. Right. Which Okada is, beats him with a clover leaf. Smash the record. I told she's not done yet, but he. Well, okay, yeah, I guess we'll, we can get to that. Uh, so Tanashi comes out. I'm surprised they're not doing this in Dominion. This is a Dantaku match. Yeah, I know. That is surprising. Very they surprising. They must have something planned for Dominion then. Well, they have about a million Dantaku shows, is the thing. Mm-hmm. There's like there's like wrestling Hinokuni. There's like a, the Kurikin, which is Jay White and Finley. Then there's like a million Road Two, and then there's like the Dantaku Big Show, which is going to be this match. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised that there's a B show headlined by Okada Tanahashi. Well, here's the thing about the B shows nowadays. I don't think they're thinking about it anymore as a B show. They're thinking every show is a B show. Right, right. It's like true. every show is big. Like remember a few years ago, no, you didn't give a shit about the minions. That's true. Dominion got big, uh, I think, the year that Styles made an event in it. Yeah. Right? Like, we used right. to not give a shit. It used to be, like, Wrestle Kingdom, the G1, we didn't care. Well, I think it was, I, I thought the big shows before were Wrestle Kingdom, Invasion Attack. Oh, yeah, that's true. But New Year's Dash also. New Year's Dash. Yeah, was Dash great. is like the Raw after, yeah. Yeah, it's like the Raw after, so that always... But no, you're right. Out. Dominion was not, Dominion overtook, well, now it's, uh, Invasion Attack became Sakura Genesis. But Dominion has overtaken Sakura Genesis as, like, the next biggest mm-hmm. show. You know, then the G1 final. Um, and I, then feel like, I feel like their plan is to make New Japan happen every every season, every quarter, at least. Right. They're, they're, like, two big shows every quarter. Well, the thing is, they put a lot more focus on this New Japan Cup than they ever have, too. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was, like, having all these, like, great main events and matches and like having the matches go longer like that's the mini g1 i think it's, yeah they were like a, it was essentially like a mini g1 it's a it's their testing ground for g1 i feel like yeah maybe but I, I was saying it was more like what you were saying where it's like they're trying to make new japan the, the end thing the whole year round yeah because it's they don't just, want people like subscribing for wrestle kingdom and then, and then drop off off till the g1 right you know so it's something that WWE has never has not figured out. <laughs> Apparently it's literally not. Something that WWE has not figured out how to make every paper do that. God, their fall is such is so shit. It's always the same. It's every year we watch from WrestleMania, then we come in back in SummerSlam, then we don't care for the rest of the year, then we watch Royal Rumble. Yeah. And every year they try to do different permutations of the same shit. Well, they've tried. Look, Survivor Series, they kind of try. They gave but they it a don't shot. really try. Yeah, you know? Nothing matters because they're going to have TV the next day. Because nothing matters. As long as you're 
your thing is they're not going to remember shit. Nothing matters, which is Vince McMahon's stated. His stated philosophy is they don't care. It doesn't right. matter. Right. Then your your plans are going to suffer. That's true. Like, how do you keep people coming in back after SummerSlam through Survivor Series? Well, yeah, you make we, those shows right. matter. No, you're right. You make that matter. You make that period matter. You make people want to tune into that period. If your thought is they don't care what happens, right? Why the fuck should we care what happens? It's a self fulfilling prophecy. It's no, you're totally right. It's the whole uh, we 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 punish you for having long memories instead of rewarding you. Yeah, we don't want you to remember anything. We want you to be goldfish. We want you to just look at this shiny thing here. And whereas in New Japan, you know. I mean, whether how serious you were about the Golden Lovers thing, that's a story that's rewarded you for not paying attention for paying attention for a decade. Okay. I mean, or well, I guess indeed it was in DDT a decade ago. Yeah. But they were in New Japan in 2010, eight years. And uh, I, I think ultimately, here's the thing about Vince. His philosophy was right for a time where television was not as interactive as it used to be. Hmm. When television was a passive experience, you have to be at a place at a certain time to watch something. Right. You could afford people going, what happened last week? Right. What happened three weeks down the line? You could afford that. Now, you can watch television wherever you want to. Right. At any point in time. And you can always go back and rewatch anything you can see. Yeah. I can go back and rewatch walls that I missed. Yeah. So of course my memory is longer. Yeah. I can always rewind the tape. So the the philosophy of it doesn't matter though it, it doesn't matter they won't remember is stupid. Mm-hmm. It's not how people interact with their media, and everyone yeah. else has figured this out except for this. Of course. Well, that's everyone, just a- everyone else is not seventy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was uh, literally somebody on the voices forums who, um, he, he, he was behind on New Japan. I think he's caught up now. But like throughout last year, he was watching New Japan starting from 2000. Like, I think okay, in 2016, he started trying to f- catch up on modern New Japan. So he started watching in 2012, and by like mid last year, he caught up. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically watched all the New Japan shows. For a year and a half, he watched five years of contents, then finally caught up, uh, and it was like, it's like, it was funny, like, I remember last year, I was in the forum, he was talking about, yeah, you know, uh, Prince Devin is really, is really coming up. (laughs) It's like, like, how cool That's a lot of shows, bro. That's a lot of shows. Yeah, he's not even up to, like, he's like, yeah, he's like watching Tanahashi and Prince Devin feud. Including, yeah. including like the road twos. Uh, yeah, because he was going through the whole New Japan network, so it was oh, whatever was on there, you know. That man has so much time in his hands. Well, that's the thing. He he knew New Japan was the hot thing, so he wanted to have all the context for it, you know. Because he got he got to it late. But, yeah. Watch a show buckle. Watch a show buckle video. He explained. I mean, it. sure, he could have, but it was it was definitely his own like fun project he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's rare. Really funny. He'd be talking about 2014 New Japan like last year. <laughs> you know, like I never watched. Can you I believe have, that Styles just won the title on his first night? <laughs> I haven't watched all the um, 
all the progress shows because I only really just cared about the Jimmy Havoc story for a while. And then you I know, same with me. Actually, I never actually went back and watched all of them. I started. I started. I got up to like twenty, and then I I was like, I just really care about Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, it was the best story. That's all I want. They've had a lot of great stories though in recent, but yeah, it's still probably you know, I don't know if any story will really be better. Yeah. Because like it's one of the best stories in pro wrestling, in mm. modern pro wrestling. In my pro wrestling history. Yeah. We're gonna look back on it and be like, what? That was the yeah. best storyline in English pro wrestling ever. I mean, from him hitting Smallman with the chair, all the way to Osprey hitting the six thirty and pinning him. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of. Can you believe that was two years? It was only two years. That story. That story is only two years long. Jesus. Yeah, it felt epic. It was like 500. Yeah, I guess it was like 500 something days. Yeah. yeah. They had less shows back then, too. They had less shows. Yeah. That's how it's Banks back. has already tied the record somehow. Well, yeah, because Banks. And it's only been like how? It's been yeah. seven months? <laughs> yeah. One of the September? Yeah. And now he's healed, and now I think he's going to run for six more months. Yeah, now you can. I can keep running for a little while. Yeah. 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 You'll, you'll, since we finished up with uh, New Japan, uh, yeah, you want to talk about Progress sixty five? Yeah. Watch. I got, I got thoughts. Yeah, let me hear them. Uh, I think. I, I the tag match was. I, I really like the tag match. I kind of wish they. It felt really <laughs> like having a tag match to have a tag match. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, I'm sorry. We talk, we're talking about um. The, the the triple threat tag. Right. Gibson and Drake against ha- Havoc Haskins, Star and Sexsmith, right? Yeah. It felt like they needed a tag match to have a tag match. I don't think it solved anything. I don't. Here's the problem. I think they don't really have any plans for the tag division right now. I agree. I think the thing was Sexsmith had to get revenge on Havoc and Haskins. Which is he like... Kinda I kind of did. I think he did to them. Like, in the storyline, I think he did. But I also, I kind of think that they forgot about Sex Smith and, and Star. They were like, oh, yeah, we, we murdered you. Yeah. Hmm. It didn't feel like they were concerned with them. Yeah. But that's, like, the whole M. Bison thing. It was like, oh, when we murdered you, it was the most important day of your life, but for us it was Thursday or whatever, right? Yeah. It was, like, it was like, if you're evil, it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> they already forgot. Like, I mean, they uh, also killed Maverick and Mayhew and, like, Ozzy Open, but, like, they're not really thinking about... It doesn't matter to them. <laughs> they're just dead bodies. Yeah. Um, I think maybe the the guys that take the title away from uh, JYB is Ozzy Open. I think they're mm-hmm. gonna they're primed for it. The Grizzly Young Guts? Yeah. I'm a CCK. Unless, like us is about to get about to come out of the injury reserve list, so. Yeah, doesn't it kind of feel like, yeah. You, get, you could tell they were, like, marking time. I don't know. It's going to be interesting when Legos comes back, because I don't know. I, I think Chris Brooks is going to be the happiest fan in the world, because he's like, yeah. oh, my God, I don't have to do this solo. The singles were bullshit. I do want to talk about Chris Brooks losing the Fight Club Pro Championship to Mako Salamora. Okay, let's get into that then. Yeah. Okay, so apparently DTD, yes, fucking hottest night, hottest tag team tournament in wrestling. 
Mustache Mountain huge. wins. Yeah, I yeah. saw. Mustache Mountain wins. Uh, they had a 71 minute match on one of these shows. They had a 71 minute match with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> the Falls Count Anywhere match. What the fuck? <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Still not, still not the longest Falls Count Anywhere match in the history of pro wrestling. The longest Falls Count Anywhere match is still going between Chris Renfrew and Joe Hendry and ICW. Four weeks. Wait, it's still happening right now? It's still happening right now. <laughs> okay. The match has not ended. Uh, how do you feel about that? Because you follow this. Then. Is it working? That thing? They're going to they're gonna end it at Barrowmania. So far, it's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they it just been fighting for four weeks? They just filmed segments and then... They filmed segments. Is Chris Redford trying to trick Joe Henry into fighting him? Okay. Like, the poor referee that Chris Renfrew literally drags around with him. But it literally is a match. Like ma- it's literally a match that's going on. It's, it's like a bell, a bell rang, and then they same. fucked off. The same match. It's the same match. <laughs> there was that one Dean Ambrose-Luke Harper match where they left the building and then came back. Uh, yeah, that wasn't more- as quite as fun, though. Yeah, do more. <laughs> it would be fun if, they, if Chris Renfrew and Joe Henry went to New Orleans. And then film stuff in New Orleans doing the same match. That would be great, actually. That actually is. That's actually what I would do. I think they got Barrowmania. I think they're ending in Barrowmania. But uh, yeah, that Orange Cassidy uh, Mustache Mountain match. 77 minutes. I want to find that. I want to watch that. (laughs) They're on Vimo, baby. You watch that Maple Sodomore or Chris Brooks match. Is that the same show? It's on the same show. Oh, I might buy that. I'm trying to. I'm not saying I might buy that. Yeah. Uh, my most unexpected rivalry feud in wrestling is Pete Dunne versus Michael Sadamora. Dude, I called that after last year's King of Trios. I fucking. Oh my god, it was amazing last year. So I, I'm, yeah, they, I'm not surprised. The they they're going to set up a singles match for the Fight Club Pro Championship. I mean, Pete Dunne's probably gonna. He can't lose, right? They could do a fuck finish. No, he can lose. He can lose a fight like that. Against Michael Sanamora? Yeah. He can, can he? Yeah. He's a WWE champion. He's a UK champion, but she's Mako Sanamora. I know. I'm just saying. But what is like Regal's going to go like, hey, you can't lose that belt. Mako Sanamora. Like, if he lost the belt to Mako Sanamora, the WWE would be like, well, that makes perfect sense. I would hope so. Who's going to stop her? You? No one's going to stop her. That's a good point. The Triple yeah. H is going to be like, hey, you got to give that belt back. And she's going to go like, crack, crack. See, like, you know, when people talk about, like, not being into intergender matches, I'm into Pete Dunne versus Mako Satomura. Yeah. I'm super into it. <laughs> I'm into Mako Satomura wrestling anybody. I don't give a fuck who they are. Who they are. Pretty much. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, she's, uh, she's fantastic. Uh... Yeah, boy, fe- male, female, the boy diva, Ricky Canaldo. I don't care. <laughs> Lady Beard, I don't care. Give a shit. Yeah, Minoru want- Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki, don't care. Want to see Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman versus Mako Satomura. <laughs> you actually would be good. Mako Satomura versus Ilya Dragunov. Oh my god. <laughs> Give Mana testosterone in that room. <laughs> she fucking 
<laughs> so imagine them killing each other. Uh, the most great watching. Oh, so uh, I don't want to expose your vote, but um, uh, the voices uh, match of the month is live at Voices of Wrestling right now, Go and on. you voted this month. Yeah, I'm just curious. So I'll just tell you. I was just, you know, I don't fucking care. I I write and run the thing, but I also vote, obviously. But mm. uh, I so my ballot. Here's literally this is my ballot. Um, Ilya Dragunov versus Matt Riddle. Fair. Ilya Dragunov versus Klinger versus Walter. Ilya Dragunov versus Travis Banks versus Star versus Walter. Those are my three picks. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not even. I swear to God, that was my that was my ballot. And the thing is. It's like not true. Like those weren't actually my three favorite matches. <laughs> like I would, I would have to put the Golden Lovers match. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I the Golden Lovers is gonna win. I don't. It's, it's <laughs> I, I yeah. know whatever people are gonna vote. The Golden Lovers versus the Bucks is gonna win. I like no matter what. So, <laughs> I just wanted the Ilya Dragunov matches to get yeah. recognition. So I just voted for all, all of them. I, I yeah, I voted for the matches that I wanted someone to look at the matches and go like. Hey, right. I have never heard of that guy, or why did that match get voted on, or why did that guy pick that match, and go look at the match and go watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I voted Sid Scala and Chuck Mambo live at the Dome. Okay, cool. Not the best match I've seen this month. It's just a match I want people to watch. Right. Because I want people to get behind Sid Scala and Chuck Mambo. Yeah. Yeah. What were your yeah. other votes? Can you Do you want to tell us, or? What was it? This is uh, my role. Ilya Dragunov, versus Bones versus Walter. Walter. That's gonna be the highest Ilya. That's gonna be the highest WXW one, I'm sure. People love that one. It's also the one where he fucking came back and won the title. So I, yeah, I, I definitely get it. Mayo Corona that is probably a, a DDT match in there somewhere. Oh, you put DDT match in there? Yeah. Yeah. What's well, cool? We'll see. Uh. <laughs> I, I, well, I'll, actually, I'll be able to see which one is yours because I'm pretty sure you're probably the only one who voted for Mambo and Scala. Yeah, I'll probably be able to see. <laughs> I'll probably be able to see the ones you voted for because uh, I do see the, all the ballots before the, at the end at some point. Anyway, um, uh, that being said, uh, do you have anything else you want to say about progress? The rest of the show. This is a the show that for me as a story nerd, I've been waiting for. Okay. Because this, the Mark Andrews, Eddie Dennis storyline isn't going to get resolved anytime soon. And it's good to see the direction they're going to go into Alley Valley. Like, I know where they're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. The corruption of Travis Banks. Right. As our champion. And how we, we did this to him. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Yes, did we? We did. Did, did did we do this? What happened we, first? We wanted him to be dominant. He was dominant, and we got mad at him for it. Right, that's true. That's, that's, it all really turned around in that Matt Riddle match, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think... It just makes me think, like, how good are these guys? Do they know that the way they laid that match out would make the crowd turn on them like that? I think they, I think they figured out. Hold up, I gotta pause. Sure. She's, a, she's fine. Okay. Uh, right. Should we resume in three or? No, we could. I already resumed. Oh, okay, cool. So, all right, cool. Uh, all right, so, right. Uh, pro, yeah, storylines. 
Travis has turned to heel. Yeah, now we can see who... Okay, so now we have our villain. Where's our hero? Who is gonna... Well, the hero, he might linger in the most unlikely of places, like the Atlas Division. It might be Walter. It might be Walter. Now, here's the thing. Is Walter really going to dethrone Travers, or is Walter going to be the Tommy end of the situation? Uh, this dominant, unbeatable force who, for some reason, never gets his hands around the title. I think he's going to be the, the Tommy end of the situation. Okay. Um, because if Walter becomes a champion, who can beat him? Right. Well, the next babyface on the horizon, which who even... Well, is- obviously, Ilya Dragunov, that's the only flirt person... It's the only person who can stop him. It's literally the only person. In all of Europe. <laughs> in the entire Europe. In, I think most of the planet. Yeah. Like Keith Lee. <laughs> nope. Keith Lee. We saw Keith Lee defeat him. Barely. It was barely. You're right about that. It was barely. Barely. Um, Matt Riddle, yeah. barely again. Yeah. Rampage yeah, was annihilated. Who was? Rampage. Yeah, he fucking killed Rampage. How crazy was that to watch? That was ridiculous. He fucking killed Rampage. Um, that's like some comic book booking right there where it's like, mm-hmm. god damn. That's like when Frieza shows up and gets fucking murked. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, I gotta, I gotta wrap this up. I gotta wrap right. this up. I gotta go consult. I gotta go parent. You know me. Sure. Uh, let's see. So you saw the WXW four way. Mm-hmm. That was, was amazing, right? Lovely. Yeah. Most masculine wrestling I've ever seen in my life. Right. That's why I was number one on my ballot. Uh, yeah. uh, what else? What else is there? Anything else we gotta cover? NWA. Oh, Crimson! It might join the Kingdom of Josephus. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Is Nicholas a baby face? No. Okay, but Josephus is definitely not either. No. No one's a baby Where's face. Where's Tim Storm? No. This is what I want to know. Where's the, who am I supposed to root for? Tommy Dreamer? What's going on? <laughs> Probably Tommy Dreamer. I, even as a native New Yorker, I don't, I, don't feel, I don't feel the need to root for Tommy Dreamer at this point. It's just, Bull I, don't Bunchy, I don't know who. I don't know who. I don't know who. Root for here. We need, like, David Starr to actually be in the NWA. <laughs> I don't think he wants to be in the NWA. Actually. I don't think he does either. I think he's fine the way it is. He's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And no, because he's being the Bernie Sanders wrestling and getting into it with Sammy Callahan on Twitter. The Jewish canon. He is a Jewish. 125-minute man. Um, oh, really quickly, I wanted to point out in All Japan Pro Wrestling, Joe Doring, the man who went over cancer, Still cannot overcome the ace that is Kento Miyahara, as Kento Miyahara once again claims the Triple Crown title. Yeah, it's a really good match. I'd probably go like four, four even on it. Um, so in, in the Joe Doran Cancer Miyahara pyramid, Joe right. Doran could beat Cancer, but he can't beat Kento. Kento could beat Joe Doran, but can he beat Cancer? We don't know. Kento has not had a bat with Cancer yet, and I don't really want him to. If I'm- <laughs> Honest. To be honest here, please uh, be healthy. Can't, but Champions Carnival is coming down the fucking pike. And, that's- and it's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, fucking uh, uh, Sekimoto is in it. Jakawa's in it. They got uh, some fucking know. names. And the one and only Shingo Takage. 
It's good to see Shingo. Yeah, I love Shingo's awesome. He's so yeah. great. That'd be, be fun. And uh, the other thing I want to bring up is the um, uh, you might think Okada's longest reigning champion in wrestling. He is not. The longest reigning champion in pro wrestling is one Trevor Lee in CWF Mid Atlantic. And I just like to point out, uh, he recently had a no ropes match with Roy Wilkins, which was a callback to like a no ropes match they had years ago uh, for the title, which Trevor Lee lost to Roy Wilkins in. Now, if you look, I'm just gonna, it's on YouTube. You can watch. Trevor Lee's title run in CBF is fucking amazing. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, I'm not saying you have to watch CBF, but I would advise... Watch title matches, though. I would watch every single Trevor Lee title match if you can, specifically the ones against Chip Day, Cedric Alexander, Michael Elgin, Andrew Everett. Uh, there's a lot of, they were all great, though, and they're all different, and it's really awesome and old school and throwback. Uh, and the reason why against Roy Wilkins... They went long. It was like an hour-long match. It was like a little... They were, they was, it was slow in the beginning. The end of it is really good. Uh, but yeah, I would still say... They also did the gimmick where he was number one in the Royal Rumble for the title and survived all the way to the end. And the end of that Rumble match is really good, too. There's always good stuff to watch in his title matches, even if, like... You don't have to watch the whole thing, always. But, um... Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Uh... And uh, anything else we want to talk about really quick here as we were in Mania Weekend? Carl Ulet bent a frying pan with his bare hands and then told Walter he's planning to eat him. This is the world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, Joey Chen the Spring Break is going to be the fucking best show on, on Mania Weekend. It's going to be. I can't wait for all the clusters to be fucked. <laughs> uh, the Mountie. We coming for you, nigga. Uh, 